Hi everyone, welcome back to Keeping Up with the Chaldeans. We are here with Matthew Denatter. He's running for Congress in the 11th District, and we want to introduce him to the Chaldean community so you can get out there and vote for him. Thanks for joining us, Matthew. Thank you. Uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and why you decided to uh, throw your hat in the ring and get in there and fight for the people. Yeah, well, you know, I have a six-year-old. Mm -hmm. As I was talking to you, as your name's Violet. And, you know, I've been, I just looked at the State of the Union, I've looked at the country, and I could see we were looking at $5 for a gallon of gas mm -hmm. today. Um, everything is just kind of crumbling around us. And yeah. then you look at the schools with CRT, and I just was disenfranchised with everything. And I was like, you know, I feel like if we don't get real people to start running, we're never going to have real choices. And it takes real people that want to make sacrifice. So maybe make less money to come and do public service. Sure. To actually go out there and help and be a part of the people so that you can actually represent the people is to be one of us. Yeah. And that's what I came I'm trying to do. So right now you're you're in a successful career. Yes. You are willing to sacrifice that for the people to fight for the future of our children. Yes. Yeah. 100%. And, you know, I, pharmaceuticals, I've been in it for 21 years. Yep. I did real estate for five. Okay. Um, so I was working two jobs, just yeah. like a lot of people do. Um, mm -hmm. Just to, you know, make a good living, you have to work more than one sure. opportunity. Yeah, yeah, no question. And so uh, what are some of the things that you're running on? What are some of the key reasons why you're running and, and what, what needs to change? Yeah, big time right now, we have to look at becoming manufacturing and fuel independent. Mm -hmm. So what my focus is going to be on uniting issues. What I want to do is unite us on the economy. Okay. I want to unite us on supply chain. I want to unite us on correcting inflation. Because as I told you before, it costs your listeners out there $433 a month just in inflation. Wow. I mean, it's insane. And then you times that by 12. And that number keeps on going up. And you get nothing for that. It's no, that's like... just, that, that's, you haven't spent a dollar, but it costs you that much more by not spending money. <laughs> right, right. That's crazy. Yeah. Uh, so what is it that you want to uh, kind of put out there for the Chaldean community to, to get behind you? Yes. Well, again, for like, I'm against CRT because I, I think that we were just mm -hmm. talking about that because. Let's break CRT down. Let's talk yeah. about that a little bit and share what that is with the audience and, and, and why it's so important. Yes. Well, with CRT, it's really a Marxist theory. Mm. So it divides everybody into groups. So right there, we already know that's a bad theory because it's based on division. Yep. So anything that divides us, you know, is not for us. And what I look at is what it's doing to the children. It's really brainwashing because children learn by modeling. They, why, they It's really how they look at why parenting is so important and why the role of the parents in education is essential. Yeah. Because that's what CRT really does is it pushes the parents out of that role. And it really makes the government or the school system, or I should say the school boards, or the people that are in control of those, the ones that are pushing those issues onto our parent, our children, they're actually educating them to as their new norm. Yeah. So critical race theory, and they're disguising it as... Yeah. Social-emotional learning. Social-emotional learning. That's how okay. it's getting passed right now. Yeah. Wow. And, and it's horrible. And the, the people that you're running against are, are behind this. Oh, 100%. So they're for gender theory. There are four theories that, you know, the, you know, when they look at gender dysphoria, mm -hmm. that is, you know, dysphoria. It's yeah. in the name of it. Mm -hmm. But they want to make that as a norm as it is a glorify it to kind of like say this is the, the new norm. This is what you should be to be accepted. Right. And what's happening with children. And I can hear this from the parents. I've been on the trail is that kids are just doing this to be cool. Yeah. And I heard the other day that a six year old was going to be doing the surgery. Uh, the, the parents were actually going to 
<laughs> do we feel, I know. I think that's criminal. If you oh, ask me. It is criminal. I think it is. I don't, I don't know how it's not. I, yeah. I, I'm, I'm dumbfounded every day watching things on social media and things in the news and, and, and hearing people in positions of power preach the, the right of a child to determine their gender. Yeah, they have no idea. No. My six-year-old, there's no way in the world she has any business telling me what is, you know, the accepted or what she is, because she doesn't know. Mm -hmm. She's She learns from our good parenting. Of course. And she's in a process of development. We all are in a process of development. Yeah. And they forget that. So, and it's really, it's unfortunate that they've done things. But then you have this Leah Thomas, which, you know, she now, or I should say he, because he really is a guy, yeah. he has a biological advantage. There is no way around that these girls that are now athletes are going to have the ability to beat these men that are actually running as women. It's yeah, not fair. It's, it's not fair. No, it really isn't fair. Um, so getting off that yeah. very ugly subject, but necessary to, to, to speak yeah. about and put it out in the forefront. Um, what other, let's talk about the economy. Yeah, well, the economy is the big one because right now, we're in a lot of trouble. Mm -hmm. I mean, we are at war with China, whether we want to admit it or not. Yeah, It's a financial war. It's not a physical war. But it's one that we're racing after COVID shut down to see who's what economy is going to take over as the leading economy. Hopefully, America stays as the leader. We've always been the leader. Mm -hmm. um, that's what sets <clears> us <throat> apart in this, uh, the world, is that we, the world is dependent on us being successful. And that's what needs to continue to happen. And that's got to go through trade schooling, manufacturing independence. I'm working actually with Keith Ledbetter. Mm -hmm. He's a part of ABC and he's got four trade schools that are in district. What is ABC? ABC is American Builders and Contractors. Okay. That's a pack that I got their endorsement from, okay. which was a big endorsement from Jimmy Green out of Lansing. Okay. Um, as well, I got TIA, which is Transportation Intermediaries Association. That's so, 1,900 trucking So companies. mostly the working. Yeah, I'm the, going for the, the blue collar yeah, folks. The blue collar folks. Yeah, the real salt of the yeah. earth. Yeah, yeah. No, but the no. people that are actually getting affected. Okay? Yeah. So people that are in Congress, they are not getting affected like we are. Right. They're not feeling that 433 a month. They're not no. feeling that $5 a gallon because they don't drive. No. We do here, right. in, especially in Detroit. I don't know. Our whole grid is set up as a wheel, so we all drive. Yeah. Uh, but it affects every one of us. And the economy has to be started by us becoming more manufacturing independent. We want to promote this district as a hub for it. Yeah. Uh, we need to address the port sizes. The, you know, they did this infrastructure bill, which was done that addressed no issues. It didn't help the truckers. It didn't help the port sizes or the ports. Who was responsible for that in, in our, in this area? Who was responsible for, for, well, for helping? It's our legislators. Effect? You know, it, it's, it's definitely Haley Stevens and Andy Levin. They're okay. definitely responsible. Their hands are directly tied to it. Um, they're in charge of passing these bills and reading these bills, but they didn't, they didn't say, hey, we can't, when they went into committee, they wouldn't try to amend it to help the ports. You gotta remember our ports were built in the 1930s. Yeah. I want you to picture something. Look at houses that were built in the 1930s and think of their closet sizes. Yeah. Now think of the houses today. Look at our closet sizes now. Right. And you'll really see a big difference in consumption. But we never we have to address that because that's why we it starts there, then it goes to the rails, and it goes to the truckers. We've got 120,000 driver shortage right now, just with our truckers alone. And if we don't address that we're in trouble. The average age of the truck driver is 55. Mm. So they're retiring out. So Andy Levin actually just 
made a statement on the air at WJR. He said he wanted to pass a bill or nationalize a bill, I should say, that's out of California. It's called AB5. Mm -hmm. And what this bill would do is get rid of anybody that 1099s. So I'm sure you have a lot of friends out there that are small business, 1099, they, you know, they are doing, yeah. you know, they could be a plumber, an electrician. Yeah, that's going to affect a lot a of farmer, people. truck drivers. Well, you know, what that would do for our truck drivers is it would put 500,000 of our drivers out of business. It would scuttle 93% of our uh, supply chain, which is huge. They would go out of business because these truck driving companies can't take them on as employees because they can't. their margins are too slim. They're at 12 to 14%. They won't be able to afford them on, take on the trucks, take on the employee, pay for the benefits. It's just not going to happen. And then, then what will that what'll that do to affect the average yeah, consumer? The average consumer, well, $8 trillion <laughs> a day moves in goods yeah. in our supply chain, a day. 100% of the, your food comes from independent operators. It's going to increase your grocery costs. It's going to increase your gas costs. All these things are being done where they're looking at solutions that are for 2045 yeah. and not 2022. Right, right. And so being Chaldean and a lot of us are merchants and we're in the industry, we're in the grocery business, we're in the trucking, we depend on supply chains. What is it that these people in power are, are thinking is it is it like you mentioned it was you know 2045 is what they're what they're passing this for and making this time the, these consumers this the this citizen pay for something that might not help down the road yeah no it, and it's funny that you say that because human innovation is also a factor that they're, they're not factoring in yeah so there could be other options like hydrogen yeah. Carbon capture. These are things that are actually being worked on by the industries, but mm -hmm. they're not listening to them because they're not talking to them. Yeah. I got a buddy that uh, is in the carbon capture space. It's called Air Company. He uh, mm -hmm. He's getting some crazy traction that that is is getting a lot of mentioned and, and investments from, you know, some pretty high caliber a-list celebrities and mm -hmm. so that's coming yeah you know? no it is coming. yeah it's for real and same with hydrogen too you look at where they get hydrogen from it's from salt water yeah do you realize how much salt water is around us <laughs> plenty, plenty of that <laughs> we wouldn't be dependent on other countries let right. me tell you that yeah yeah so what other uh uh key points do we need to touch on to uh to to make sure that our yeah. audience knows what's going on these days yeah, we, we just really want to keep on focusing that this, this district is winnable. Mm -hmm. I think there's misconception about District 11, and that was that it wasn't winnable, and it definitely is. We've just seen polls where we're within margin, within two points. Wow. And that's for the general, and that's just a general Republican versus a general Democrat. Yeah. Now, you factor in a candidate that's got some traction and yep. it's relatability. Yep. Trust me, this is a very winnable race. We need to get people involved. We need to get people to volunteer. Um, what we need to do is get people to donate because it's going to take money to be Haley Stevens, Dandy Lawrence. They raise 70% of their money out of state. And so what my campaign and my team has done is that we've gone out and I've gone all over the country. Mm -hmm. I've been to Vegas, I've been to San Diego, Pittsburgh, you name it. I've out there raising money, getting donors to invest in this district because they have seen the light that this is actually a winnable district. And they want they know this is the path that the house is going to flip. For sure. Do you have any uh, fundraisers 
coming up that you want to kind of mention that you know maybe people couldn't attend yeah we just had one yesterday oh good but we are we have another one coming up at a restaurant that we're going to do here in birmingham okay have so you, have it, you it, hasn't, it hasn't on? been finalized okay. but it will be okay. soon um we'll have it out we'll definitely get an email out to everybody for sure that wants information um but we're going to have multiple fundraising opportunities okay we're going to have a ton of them because we're definitely the candidate um there's nobody else that's really running against me, so it's a pretty clean primary. Mm-hmm. Uh, the one guy that did get in got in so late; he's just—it's not—he's not, not going to have the opportunity really to get things done. Gotcha. What else can we touch on? Uh, well, we could talk about the borders. We could talk about you know as far as what's going on down south. I mean, because that's also affecting the supply chain, believe it or not. Okay. So that's a part of the issues that are happening just with truck drivers getting within the country. Mm-hmm. Um, it's nice when you're talking to industry, with the, especially with the supply chain, is they get a six-month window yeah. on what's going to happen in our economy before we see it. Um, so you can kind of see what's happening in so areas. Say that again? Uh, they get a six-month future you know, perspective mm-hmm. of what's going to happen in our country wow. before we do with the economy. Just gotcha. because they know where we're going to have a shortage, you just don't know it because inventory got pushed forward. Yeah. So there was a push forward with inventory. That's why people don't feel the effects of the supply chain right now as an immediate effect. It's coming. Their grocery stores aren't empty right now. Right. So, but when they are, they notice it. Yes. So that's what's coming next. Gotcha. Uh, we're going to have that. And in July, we're looking at a serious shortage with fuel. Um, the farmers are going to actually be, they're not, they're going to actually have to be regulated on how much fuel consumption they have, which is going to cause a food shortage mm-hmm. because diesel right now, what the big deal with diesel, we'll go back to fuel yeah. is that this is what the diesel refineries, most people don't know that we're only at 14% operation. Most of the refineries shut down during COVID. They did not reopen because of the millions of dollars that it would cost them to reopen. And they looked at those long-term goals that 2045, mm-hmm. where they're going to be non-existent. They're yeah. like, we're not going to invest the capital if there's no long-term projections. So they didn't reopen. Yeah. So now we're at 14%. That's why we're having this shortage of fuel. They're actually going to say on the East Coast, they're going to actually have to go back to when Lake Carter was president. And they're actually going to have to go into you know how they get their fuel. It's going to be regulated. Unbelievable. Yeah, it's the first time ever that since the 70s. This is going to be, we're going to cross things that are all going to, I'm going to tell you, are a perfect storm that's going to help us win the seat, though. Yeah, yeah, that's it's and because that's they're true. coming together so that you can get real people in that can actually be pragmatists to go into it and fix today's issues. The the way we got here so quick, so fast from a booming economy to this, like to 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 you know red alert time. Oh, it's 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 crazy, but again, it. it if it would have been a slow creeping, you know, crawling machine, then maybe we don't notice. Maybe people don't wake up and maybe people don't get out and vote. Yeah. But now they have to get out. They have to vote. They have to make their voices heard. They have to put people mm-hmm. like you that care about the, 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 the average individual in power so that, that you can not use that power, but 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 serve. Ma- serve. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, and that's kind of funny that you point that out because it was so fast, it became where the fuel cost went overnight where you think about it. We were just under two dollars a gallon. We were I could go to Kroger and spend enough money to get my gas to be ninety nine cents a gallon. Yeah. And I was like, that's unbelievable. Now there's no way that's gonna happen. Uh-huh. But it's just think about like COVID too. With COVID, what happened because it was so fast and abrupt? 
how many parents knew what CRT was and now how many parents know what it is? Yeah, they, they must. They, I mean, everybody. if does. you don't know, you, you, you better educate yourself. Because people, parents were forced to watch their kids' education on the Zoom. Yeah. They had to get involved. Yep. And it really was a question of parent involvement. Yeah. Where you got the parents now getting involved again and they saw it. They're like, wait a second. This what? is a check and we've got to get involved. Yeah. And that's what's happening. You should see all the people that are running for local boards. We're getting people that want to make their own bed in local politics. Things are good I mean, yeah. because they're going to get better. I mean, that's why I said when you asked about why I wanted to run and I said opportunity. Yep. This is the opportunity. This is a time where we can actually change things for the better. Yeah. Schools are scary. It, it's, you know, the parents obviously need to be a big part, bigger part of, yes. of the, ed of the ch child's education. I have my kids in, in Catholic school, and I know you have a yours in a uh, Catholic-based yes. uh, school as well, and, and it's it's a blessing, and uh, we just we just have to fight for our children. That's it's, that's oh, what yeah. it's all about. Yeah, because that's why I said what the government lacks is morality. Yeah, people have to remember that, and that comes from the parents. It comes from it's supposed to come from our educators. But yeah, it really doesn't. You know, as far as like that's why you can get a Christian education, yep. which is good. Uh, but all those things help because that's really. If the sad facts are is that 50% of our kids mm -hmm. are atheists now. Yeah. And that's really a direct cause of CRT mm -hmm. where, you know, 50% of millennials and Generation Z are atheists. So what that's causing is disbelief. And then the result, the fruit of it is they don't want to work. That's why you're seeing this youth labor shortage. Right. So, and it's just, you know, if I don't really feel like if I've been indoctrinated that I have no meaning, I'm here by chance and I have no reason, well, I'm going to seize a day and do it. I'm right. It's not work. That's yeah, you know nothing. An honest day's work is this. It's not the worst thing. You no, know? it's not. It's, well, it's just but, an honest day's work. Yeah, but the harder you work, the more reward you feel. Absolutely. The people that actually are successful that actually have to work really hard to get it mm -hmm. will tell you that the harder they work, the better they feel. Yeah. It's actually energizing because running this campaign is hard work. Yeah. And the more that we're working, the better my wife and I feel because we're equally yoked. We're both fighting for everybody. And we're on the same team, but it's yep. it's empowering because it brings you together and it gets you motivated to do more. Absolutely. And and we have uh, someone up running on the opposition side that that uh, just won on name recognition. And let's not let that let's no. not just, yeah. you know, let name recognition in in, in, in this area determine what. You yeah. know, who's going to be running our lives. Yeah, no. And I, I really think that with this area. You know, the opportunities here because yeah. people see them for what they are is that they're they voted 100 percent almost with Nancy Pelosi. Mm -hmm. So when you ask Haley Stevens voted 99 percent. Yeah. Andy Levin was 95 percent. So what does that mean? They're a pledge. Yeah. They don't vote for their people. Right. They only vote for their party. So they tow the party line. They want to keep their committees. They want to keep their money. But they're career politicians. Career politicians. So these are guys that are focused on their job. I'm the self. I'm the savior. I'm not a servant. They lose their role. They don't understand that they're actually working for you. Yeah. And that's where that's why I'm running, because I want to work for you, because mm -hmm. I understand my role. Um, part of that came from going to Calvin Seminary. You know, I learned about servant leadership. Yeah. And that's a big part. So. And you grew up in Michigan? Yeah, I grew up in Grand Rapids. God bless. So, and I've lived in, you know, Michigan, I've been in Southeast Michigan for 21 years. I lived yeah. in Birmingham on the east side and the west side. Okay. So I was an east sider, west sider. But then my wife and I moved out to uh, Highland because we wanted to be on a lake. Oh, beautiful. Enjoy the, there's so many lakes around here. You know, yeah, Michigan's yeah. got oh, tons yeah. of lakes. You almost can't live 
Yeah. Like, yeah. It's like, how do you not almost? <laughs> right. Yeah. If you, if you don't live on one, you live across from one or near one for sure. Yeah. Um, we got to defend our lakes. We got to yeah. defend our, 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 our Michigan. You know, yeah. it's, it's like, yeah, we're not going anywhere. So we might as well defend and take back our, our, our state. It's just, uh, yeah. Well, then another thing, just I'm glad that you mentioned that because on a federal level, I think before what you see with the, the current administration, the current mm-hmm. legislators like Andy Levin or Haley Stevens is they don't work with the state officials that well. Right. Um, they're very focused. I mean, if, if you ask actually all the constituents in our district, if I asked them, I said, have you heard from Haley Stevens? They'll be like, no. Yeah. I'll be like, have you called her? Yes. Yeah. And I'll be like, oh, well, why haven't you heard from her? And they're mm-hmm. like, we have no idea. Um, it really comes down to a lack of communication again. But that's my focus. So I've been endorsed by Senator Runstead, mm-hmm. um, Representative Mike Harris. My goal is that we're going to work on a local level in each community and serve pro- for like serving projects. Yeah. So what I want to do is that we're going to build single family homes in Pontiac. And these are not multifamily homes. These yeah. are single family homes. Wow. So these are all projects that I can do on the local level with the local legislators. Yeah. But it's not working in separate silos. It's actually combining those together to work together. Gotcha. So... So what about the other districts? Who should our viewers be looking for? Who should they be backing? Who should they be supporting uh, if not? I mean, obviously they're gonna support you, but on top of that. Yeah, I mean, well, the, the race is out there like John James's race. Okay. That's a very, you know, he's gonna, I think he's gonna take that race and he has, you know, he's gonna do, a, he's gonna do well. Tom Barrett also is another one. He's gonna, okay. pro- I, I hope he beats Slotkin because I okay. think he can. Um, he's got a lot of good traction going. But there's local races too. There's all kinds of people that are definitely here in the fight. Like Mike Harris, who just won. I mean, yeah. he's in Waterford. Great guy. He was a police officer for 25 years. Oh, yeah. So he's been serving. That's great. And uh, definitely a part of the community. Um, and it's, it's people like that. You know, so he's going to be running again. And because he, he won a special election, he'll be running in the November. Mm-hmm. So he's somebody that you definitely want to support. And obviously, Senator Runstead. Yep. Because <clears throat> he's, he's very conservative. And he's somebody that can actually carry those values so that we're going to try to combine the policies that we're passing in D.C. with the policies that are here in this district Mm -hmm. so that we can actually make this, you know, a financial hub again. I I think it could be a manufacturing haven. Right. I really do. So you mentioned that he was conservative and conservative scares people because of what conservative was but conservative now means totally something totally different liberal means something totally different the left means something totally different the radical left now what what, what we're looking at with uh uh stevens and and levin is uh, is who's trying to get all the way as far left as they can so kind of talk about that yeah just the lay of the the lay of the the yeah. terminology democrats the far left now has not become for the working man yeah i think that's the real definition yep. that you need to understand is that before back they've always touted that hey i was for the working man yeah but think about their policies if i'm going to scuttle 93 percent of an industry which is all <laughs> blue collar workers yeah how is that how am i for uh, the working man yeah it doesn't it makes zero th- sense zero sense zero zero yeah. times Zero times yeah. a million. And, and I think now that the conservatives used to be, that they were used to be told that, hey, they're just for the rich, they're for the elites. Yeah, it's Now like it's switched. I think the Republicans now are the working class. Yep. We're for middle class America. We're for the people we want to be, you know, that we can see we have the same family values that yeah. we think that were founded in this country. I think it's just. It's flipped. It's flipped. It's flipped. It's, it's, uh, yeah. it was the, the, it was a role reversal. And now you're seeing that. 
I think the left is totally bought out and paid for. Gone. And it's just, and it, it's unfortunate because I don't know if President Biden, if he's 100% operational, because I think his chief of staff or whoever's running that definitely the not. show over there That's... is that just because there's so much inconsistency. Yeah. And yeah. I'm not trying to judge, but I'm just saying there's yeah. a lot of inconsistency. And with that, I'm looking at it. I'm saying, okay, the progressives are running the camp. Yep. So it's the extremists. We all, if you ask most people, they'll say, I'm in the middle. Yeah. They'll say, I'm in the middle. Yeah, we, we, yeah. I am. Yeah. <laughs> so we should be, our these parties shouldn't be on the extremes. They should be going towards the middle. We're right. going the wrong direction. Yeah, but when, when you're in the middle and you're f- being fair and you're for everybody and you want everybody to be happy and you want everybody to earn what they, keep what they earn and earn what they keep and you're labeled as a, as a, as a, crazy republican like right. it's like what are you talking about man i'm 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 with you i'm in the trenches with you you know we're all we're all one yeah it's not you know there's no need to be you know separating us you know like like you said earlier you know they're, they're it's a they're it's a separate you know they're trying to separate us but it's it's yeah. united we stand divided we fall well, that's, yeah. that's, that's it's elementary school stuff right you yeah. know and so that's what too. we should live by mm-hmm. it's so, definitely i mean that's I look at these parties and I say, you know, that's what they have to do because they see this country in their condition and they say the only way we've got a shot to win is to divide the Republicans. Exactly. And they want to separate us from the moderates who have been disenfranchised, the independents um, that are in the Moderates and independents need to come. They've swung. So this district has 27% of it is independent. Mm -hmm. There's a big swing in it. And that's another thing why I know this is really winnable and we're going to win it. Let's do it. And we're going to do it. But. It's getting those policies, like you said, to mm-hmm. come to the middle to where you're like, okay, we're going to focus on the economy. We're going to fix these issues that are actually impacting everybody and yeah. everybody's kids. Yes, for sure. So, well, thanks for joining us. That was very insightful. Uh, please yes. do support this man. Yeah. He uh, will bring stability back to the region, back to the area, and, and uh, hopefully uh, have an influence on everybody else in Congress and, and, and make. Uh, Make Michigan where, 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 we need to be. To be, where yeah. we need to be. So just come to DonatorForCongress.com. You can check out my website, check out our Facebook page, but just get involved. You know, we, we really need and to tell your friends, Matthew and Donatorin, tell them to vote because we need your vote too. Yeah. Everybody's got to get involved. Yeah. And I think this turnout for the uh, midterms is going to be the largest that we've ever seen. So yeah. get ready for it. It's going to be big. It's, it's, we need the good guys back in. Yeah, we have to. Back in, back in, back in office. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you very much for watching. Uh, remember, Matthew Donatter, go to MatthewDonatter.com. Please do donate uh, for me, for our children, for your mm-hmm. children, exactly. for the common man, for the truck driver, for the yeah. Yeah, for every for every reason a manager. Small business. Yeah, small business. That's us. Mm-hmm. Thanks again. Thank uh, you. For keeping up with the Chaldeans. Uh, signing off. Thanks so much. <laughs>